Welcome back to the Pod of DC. I'm your host, Rick Bernstein, and I hope you're having a fine, fine day. Well, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. This week marks the beginning of summer 2023, and time just keeps moving along. I've actually become a father of three since my last Happy Father's Day message, which was about the third episode I recorded when this whole podcast thing kicked off. I added, we added, I should say, a cute little four-legged Havapoo, Havanese poodle mix to our clan, who's about a year and a half now, and he has provided nothing but joy to our family and broken up the family dynamic in the most wonderful ways. I didn't grow up with pets, but uh, I get it. I can definitely say I get it. But three years ago, this week, actually, the Pot of DC was born during those early days of pandemic paralysis in 2020. At the time, I'd been grounded from my day job in healthcare. So one day, I kind of looked around my voice recording studio. I've been doing voiceovers for about 10 years up to that point, and I uh, just decided to hit record and tell some personal stories. Podcasting was a new medium to me, and those first few stories uh, that I shared here on the pod just flowed. I didn't have any notes, nothing formatted or, or texted out. It just flowed from the tip of my tongue to the microphone and into my free recording software. The third episode of the podcast, titled Happy Father's Day, was really my homage to uh, my own father, who uh, so profoundly shaped the trajectory of my life, who I happened to have lost in September of 2016, so it was less than three years before recording that episode. I'd love for you to go back and give that one a listen, just in sharing a little bit about his story. My dad was the son of an immigrant and a Southern belle who met in North Carolina and whose online dating profiles on Match.com today would probably be a swipe left proposition for both of them. But still, they met, they fell in love and had my dad who uh, came into a family with an older half-brother from a previous relationship that my grandmother had. But they lived a very modest and quaint life in a small little single family home. My granny was a housewife and my grandfather owned a local pawn shop. My grandfather was born before the turn of the 20th century and he passed just two months before the bicentennial summer of 1976 when yours truly was brought into the world. So I never got a chance to meet my grandfather on my dad's side, but I've heard stories and seen the pictures. As a kid, you look at your own dad and you don't think of them as being a kid at one point in time and the imprint that my grandfather might have had on shaping his life and the man that he had become. I didn't know much about my grandfather, but I knew my own dad was a restless spirit, and he was ready to shake the confines of small-town North Carolina and get out into the world. You know, he twice hitchhiked, yes, hitchhiked from North Carolina to Mexico. He dropped out of UNC after his freshman year to enlist in the Army for two years, only to return to UNC, graduate with honors, and then followed up by enrolling and graduating from UNC Law School, and then later landing a gig with the National Labor Relations Board in D.C. to, again, help safeguard workers' rights to organize and help prevent and remedy unfair labor practices by private sector employers and unions. He was 36, seven weeks, and five days old when me, his second child, was born. My dad was a super solid presence in my brother and I's life, making it home every weekday from his not easy commute to and from D.C. to make it home for dinner with the family, coach our basketball teams, and really be our number one fan in the stands during our middle and high school sports years. Many years later, he was on the sidelines cheering on my pre-elementary age son during his time teeing off on the baseball diamond. You know, regarding discipline, my dad never needed to raise his voice. 
one flat, expressionless stare with his lips slightly pursed was all it took for me to get the point, and my eyes would start welling up. That same look got me every time, (laughs) whether it was on the court or whether it was the end of the school year when that mail truck would round our cul-de-sac delivering my academic fate for the semester. No emailed or just-in-time grades shared electronically, just that long slog up that driveway to the mailbox to unseal what would be either a, hey, keep up the good work or, you know, that look. Yeah, that was not my favorite day of the year, getting those grade reports in the mail, especially those two subjects in college that I knew did not go well that did get that look. And fortunately, I was able to take again and eventually pass. My dad was always one for adventure and encouraged me to pursue travel whenever I could. He encouraged me to backpack across Europe and work at the Outer Banks that last summer before my final college semester. He was the one who assured me that my last college semester would be the best yet, helped me put down a down payment on my first condo, and encouraged me to pursue new job opportunities that challenged me and took me in a different direction than where my career had taken me up to that point. He volunteered to help those in need and served on the board at our synagogue. You know, he gave and gave and gave until he couldn't give anymore. He passed away on a Tuesday, just one week and one day after the very first day of kindergarten for my son, my oldest. I remember being in his room in hospice at the hospital and telling him softly how excited we were about my son's first week of kindergarten and how smoothly it had gone and and how much he was enjoying school. At that point, my dad wasn't responsive, but I knew he was taking it in. Well, just this week, that grandson wrapped up his sixth grade year and final day at the same elementary school he had started when my dad had passed away. And I think about all the years that have passed, all the moments, the ups and downs, the frustrations and utter joys and laughter that fatherhood has brought me that he didn't get to see. And so this past week, during my son's final days of elementary school, I find myself excited for what's next for him and the new friends he'll meet and the new classes and learning opportunities he'll have. But I can't help but feel sadness at the closing of this formative chapter of elementary school where his world doesn't involve right now an iPad or an iPhone. You know, this newly hyper-connected mobile-first world that he will soon take part in could very well replace his time outside riding bikes and rollerblading and water balloon fighting and where quote-unquote playing will soon just be quote-unquote hanging out. His classmates who I saw grow over the years and grew up alongside him and play in our backyard, whose birthday cakes I helped myself to, seeing them graduate brought a certain sentimentality to the whole experience and who may or may not be in his orbit in these years to come in middle school and high school. You know, I was wondering to myself, gosh, I cannot shake this emotional feeling that I have this week of him being promoted out of elementary school into middle school. You know, yes, the kids are growing up, they're spreading their wings and flying in different directions, and there's a lot of unknowns of what's to come. And of course, this made me sentimental and reflective, and it felt bittersweet. But finally, it hit me why I felt so emotional. It was the realization that this journey was wrapping up, a seven-year journey of play and self-discovery, new adventures, emotional highs and lows, achievements inside and outside of the classroom for my son, the laughter and experiences that we were only able to share with my dad for that one week and one day. Seven years, 15% of my lifetime up to this point, 58% of my son's lifetime, 70% of my daughter's lifetime. Boy, we miss you, Grandpa. So to all the dads out there, I hope you take a moment to celebrate this special day, honor these gifts of life in front of us that we have the good fortune to help care for, shape, and mold, and pour ourselves into. 
to prioritize their growth and well-being, to provide support, guidance, and a loving presence. The laughter, the adventures, and the challenges we face in fatherhood only strengthen those connections with our children and leave a lasting impact that will extend far beyond their childhood years. May today bring you immense joy and serve as a reminder of your profound impact as a father. Cherish these precious moments and celebrate the beautiful family you have helped create. Happy Father's Day. Thank you all for listening and supporting the Pod of DC. I'm your host, Rick Bernstein, and we'll talk soon. The Pod of DC is a Voice of DC production. To catch up on previous episodes and to follow and subscribe, type in The Pod of DC wherever you get your podcasts.